We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. What is up, Green Bay Packers fans, and welcome to another episode of the Daily Draft, brought to you by Badger State Brewing. I am your host, the publisher of Packer Report, Ross Uglum, and today. Celebrate, folks. It's Mock Draft Monday. I'm in a little bit of a time crunch, not anything too crazy. Um, I thought about doing a little bit something different, maybe going to a different Mock Draft sim instead of Pro Football Focus, which we will do. Um, thought about opening up to trades, which we will do. But today, uh, because the last one was kind of an introductory thing, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just go through the normal kind of what I do, which is generally a Pro Football Focus Mock Sim. As I mentioned, I feel like the trades are realistic. Um, I use my board kind of against theirs, but you still do get a different experience. You use Pro Football Network. You use FanSpeak. I believe TDN's network is back up or their website is back up. Maybe use the Draft Network um, as, a, as a mock sim. They were kind of the OGs. They were the ones um, that everybody used early. But today uh, we're going to go through a seven-round mock Pro Football Network. Um, just want to always show respect and uh, appreciation when people go through a seven-round mock. Now, I haven't looked at this, so that's a little bit different. Um, than what we've done before, I am going to kind of give you my thoughts in real time. Uh, that might lead to slightly more rambling, might be a little bit um, obnoxious for our audio listeners, but hopefully it doesn't go that way. Uh, hopefully it doesn't go that way at all. We'll share that up on the screen, and then I will do uh, a four-round Packers mock on the PFF mock sim, um, as I normally do. So uh, let's dive in here. Owain Jones is the name of the guy. Uh, who created this mock here at PFN. Plenty of banner ads at PFN. Shout out, get your money. Uh, Here is a trade that does not involve the Green Bay Packers, which is fine. Let's go real fast, real fast, real fast. All right, 25th, Green Bay Packers, Quinion Mitchell. 
I'm I'm for it. I'm I'm about that. Um, I nicknamed five corners and two safeties the seven. I'm a big fan of the boys. Uh, it's a great show. Uh, if you like some some subversion of the uh, superhero trope, uh, but we're gonna not get into a, the boys tangent uh, anyway. Um, those guys were my guys that I wanted the Packers to leave with one or two. Okay, so it's Kool Aid McKinstry, Terry and Arnold, Cooper DeGene, um, Nate Wiggins, and Ennis Rakestraw Jr. with the Cam Kinchins and Tyler Newbin. That those were the seven, right? They're the eight now. Okay, Quinion Mitchell. I'm very excited to see him test, but based on you know what I've seen on film, and then what he did at the Senior Bowl, his measurements at the Senior Bowl. Of course, like I said, we need athletic testing. Um, not not for him necessarily to vault up the board, but just to like kind of lock into some things because Mac is not super high level football, and this coming from a North Dakota State guy. I mean, I think you know um, people might, might might not believe this. North Dakota and South Dakota State would wax. 80% of the Mac. I mean, they really would. That's that's the talent level. You don't believe me. Just go look at the last 10 years of pro production. How many teams these players or how many players these teams are putting in the pros? Not doing this to brag about NDSC. That's another sort of side tangent, but like the Mac is pretty low level ball. And so I want to see the athletic testing. So it's not like, well, this is a slightly above average NFL athlete dominating Mac competition just a just a just a test to pass not something to vault him out the board just a test to pass with with Quinion Mitchell um because I want to see that you know if I'm if, if I'm burning a first round pick on a corner he needs to be a good athlete that that is you know factual okay um I don't think they'll do this this is Patrick Paul O tackle from Houston um did not have a great senior bowl is not versatile and is is tall he's six seven um I can bring people to the uh chart that I've I've shared a million times um just about you know how they don't they don't do that uh the Packers you know are are, are generally drafting six foot four six foot five six foot six 305 312 309 pound offensive linemen that's not Patrick Paul um I don't love this pick I understand why it's why it's done um it'll make even more sense I think if if they do lose David Bakhtari but I just I don't think they'll be interested in Patrick Paul um, trying to think of even defensive tackles that go shortly afterwards here. They definitely take the Yale kid over Patrick Paul. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that like I absolutely know it, but that the, the Yale kid with the difficult name to spell, um, they take him. I think uh, Jonathan Brooks, I'm, I'm, I'm very cool with that. As long as we get medicals that like, he's not going to miss the first four weeks of the season late second round where they took Dylan. I think Brooks has a much better pro profile than, than AJ Dylan did coming out of college. I think AJ Dylan had a four for me. Um, and, and, and Brooks has a, you know, really, really high three or, or if he clears his medicals, he'll be a two J just so people know, Jonathan Brooks will be my RB one in this class. If, if we get the information that he's going to be ready for camp or at least I'm um, probably ready for week one. Okay. Into round three, green Bay's picks are at the tail end here. Uh, da -da -da -da. I bet people love da da da, da on the uh, uh oh. This is great for the audio, folks. Folks, we've we've frozen the draft. Here we go. We're back. We're back. A little refresh. We're back. Going up to pick eighty-eight. Edge Cooper. They love Edge Cooper. This is a great pick, by the way, at eighty-eighth overall. Love this. I'm not saying this is like saving the draft because I don't know that this draft needed saving. Um, Edger and Cooper at 
is my like very, very borderline LB2, LB1. I like Peyton Wilson from NC State as well. Um, this would be an awesome pick at 88. I think if they took him at 58, I'd, I'd be pretty excited as much as I think, you know, off-ball linebackers should be mid-round picks. Edrin Cooper is a very, very, very good player. He is prototype size at 6'3", 230. I, they might take him at 41. I'm, I'm, I would not be for that, but I'm just telling you that might happen. Cole Bishop, he's interesting to me. Um, fine as a third round pick, fine as a guy um, that that they could play in the slot in, in the box. Excuse me, you know, if you're going to do what the, what what sounds like they're going to do, which is sort of a center fielder and then a box safety. Um, you know, the original idea behind behind center fielder Darnell Savage and box safety Adrian Amos, even though it didn't necessarily work that way. Um, Cole Bishop would be a fine box safety. You get that at the end of the third round, start him for two contracts. Totally, totally fine with that value. Um, have absolutely no problem with that. Okay, round four. Leighton Robinson, they probably won't take a guard-only prospect like that. And then they have Green Bay's second comp pick. They must be in the fifth round or not at all. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so the, the, the picks that I don't love there, um, I, I don't think that they'll be very interested in uh, the kid that they took in round five, Layden Robinson guard out of Texas A&M. Um, I don't think, frankly, that they're going to, regardless of whether or not they release David Bakhtiari, I'd be really surprised if they took two offensive linemen in the first four rounds with those picks. Um, not that offensive line isn't important because it is, but they believe in Sean Ryan. Um, that's clear, or they wouldn't have been rotating him. Josh Myers is still under contract and not going anywhere. I, I understand they might draft his replacement and replacement a year, but Ryan's not going anywhere. Myers isn't going anywhere. Rashid Walker's not going anywhere. Um, Elton Jenkins is obviously not going anywhere. Zach Tom is not going anywhere. And they have in Caleb Jones and Luke Tenuta, they've got guys that they like in the building now. I'm going to be super surprised if two of their, you know, premium picks in round one through four you can argue whether round four is a premium pick it's probably not i just would be very surprised and super surprised about a guard only prospect but adding jonathan brooks and edrin cooper is is a master stroke here especially um if you like quinion mitchell um i I, i'd be pleased with this draft just the two offensive linemen i don't think are kind of green based speed and and hey um please understand that and this will be a mock and i'll i'll repeat some of these feelings or thoughts in um, mock draft Monday on pack report, which you need to check out. It'll come out later today. Hopefully Andy links it here in the show description. Um, come a VIP over pack report. We appreciate that. First month is a dollar. You want to find out what the, uh, you know, what the paywall stuff is about, what, what kind of our insider info is about. It's a lot of, um, you know, an analysis. I, I did a really long 1500 word five, all 22 video deal on Jeff Halfley. Um, Dusty's in there. Andy's in there. You know, we've got people doing you know, high quality film study, high quality uh, statistical analysis, schematic analysis, that kind of thing. Um, and and anyway, that's that's my plug for Pack Report. But Mock Draft Monday will be up on Pack Report later today. I will be discussing this from Owen Jones. I just want to say shout out to you, man. A seventh round mock is a heck of an undertaking, and it is you know unfair for me to expect you to know all of green Bay's tendencies. So the positions were fine. Um, you know, I, I don't think they'll take two offensive linemen in the first four rounds, but outside of that, I, I really liked, you know, what he did. I think you know, Cooper has a chance to be 
uh, excuse me, Brooks has a chance to be a really, really special running back. And I, I actually have been told that they like Edger and Cooper. So that is interesting to me. Okay. Diving right into the mock. Hey friends, everyone this time of year is trying to get their year started off on the right foot. And I am certainly no different. Football season takes its toll on me. So now is the time for me to start eating healthier, getting more sleep and getting the year started right. But eating healthy isn't always the easiest, and it's far too time-consuming to constantly run to the store or the butcher for healthy, fresh cuts of meat. That's why Good Chop is such a lifesaver for me. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meats and seafood delivered directly to your door on your schedule. Choose from over 70 high-quality cuts of meat, including my favorite, 100% grass-fed ribeyes. You guys have to see the marbling on these things. They are beyond delicious and they melt in your mouth. Add a little sea salt, a little black pepper, a little garlic powder. They are to die for. I know you're all busy and you're probably listening to this now running errands, mowing the lawn or driving your kids to soccer practice. And that's exactly why the ease of Good Chop is going to be so perfect for you. Good Chop's price per meal starts at just $3.74 and they pride themselves on sourcing meat that comes with no antibiotics or added hormones ever. They're so confident in their quality of cuts that they offer a 100% money back guarantee. So go to goodchop.com slash packaday120 and use code packaday120 to get $120 off your first four boxes. That's code packaday120 at goodchop.com slash packaday120 for $120 off. Goodchop.com slash packaday120 with code packaday120. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Pick's favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making Prize Picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I heard you. Buddy in the comments, I can't remember what your name was, but you know, I got older eyes. First of all, go full screen or watch it on your TV, but but that's fine. So went to 110% zoom here. Okay, we got hopefully bigger text for you guys that are watching and I'll try to be as verbal as I can uh, for those that are um, not watching for those that are on audio form. Okay. We will of course be selecting for the green Bay Packers. We're going to knock it down to four rounds because PFF still has the Alan Lazard comp pick in the fourth round. We'll see how that whole thing shakes out. But if I do a five round mock green Bay is not going to have a pick in round five. So we're not going to do that. All right, let's rock and roll. Hopefully one of the eight is here or some crazy, crazy value. Brian Thomas Jr. Uh, he's interesting to me. 
Um, it'd almost be like having two Christian Watsons. And I understand the value in that in the sense that Christian has struggled to stay healthy. Uh, I just don't know that you build your wide receiver room out like that. And I don't know that Green Bay breaking the tradition of um, not wanting to take a wide receiver in round one for since Javon Walker. I can't remember exactly what year that was, which is silly because it seems like it's been talked about ad nauseum forever. But um, I, I'm just not going to go with that. And in fact, I'm actually going to go with Quinion Mitchell because we went with Rake Straw last time. And I want to see a different approach, or I'm going to use a different approach here. There are a number of, of slot corners inside guys that I've liked. Like Javon Bullard has some versatility there. Tyke Smith is a slot corner. Uh, Mikey Sainer still from Michigan is a slot corner. Jerry and Jones from Florida State is a slot corner. There are guys that I'd be interested in getting a outside corner first this time um, because it is, frankly, the more premium position. And Ennis Rakestra, by the way, can play outside and was very successful playing outside. But I'd play him at nickel, especially with what Green Bay has right now. I'd play him at nickel. So we're going Quinion Mitchell. Really hoping that one of the safeties is on the board at 41. And I don't think they are. I would have liked to have grabbed one of those really rock solid safeties. Um, I'm not seeing them off the board though. Do we do we get a ooh? We got some some movement down the pro football focus board um by Kinchins and Newbin. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna not cheat here because that's not how this works. You don't scroll down the board on these mocks and think, well, I can get that guy later. For example. I don't think Green Bay is interested, but one of my favorite players in this draft relative to where other people like him is Cooper Beebe. I think that's a 10-year starting guard all day long. He's 97. He's like my 30th player overall. Now, again, I'm not going to take him because I don't think Green Bay is going to take Cooper Beebe until the fourth round, fifth round, where they start taking guys like Kingsley and Abari that don't fit what they normally do, but they just look at it and say, oh, my God, look at this value. So, I, I think Cooper Beebe's a top 30, top 35 player in this class because I think he's just got an unbelievably high floor. Like, I just know what Cooper is going to be. He's like Jackson Powers Johnson in that, like, refrigerator build, but the Packers don't generally take guys with the refrigerator build. I would say um, the guy who's shaped closest to a storage freezer in Green Bay, Sean Ryan. So uh, going back to this uh, draft with all the rambling. So for me, honestly, it's between Keon Coleman and one of the safeties. So I said I wasn't going to cheat. I kind of am. Um, you go to my board, Keon Coleman right now, pending athletic testing, honestly, is the 25th overall player, and I have a, I have a round one on him. He's my last guy right now with a round one grade. Um, perfect fit for what Green Bay needs. Not needs, wants, could want. He's different. Okay, he's. He, I think Christian Watson and him are a similar height. He, he's a different type of football player. And he's 20 years old. You get him with Jason Vrabel, even for a year, because I think the Packers are going to lose Vrabel at some point. As much as I would love to grab one of these safeties, as much as I understand that the Packers have you know, this need at safety, if I pull up the 2024 big board, okay, I have Cameron Kitchens at 33 and Tyler Newman at 34. Knowing that I could add this this unbelievable piece, potentially unbelievable piece to the Green Bay offense, 
having already dealt with the secondary to a degree, I got to go Keon Coleman here in round two, give him to Jason Vrabel, see what he can become, and then not worry about pass catcher for a very long time. Because Keon Coleman, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed, Dontavion Wicks at wide receiver, Luke Musgrave at Tucker Craft at tight end, you're uh, you're in business. So we're going to go with Keon Coleman. By the way, definitely taking a hard look at Chris Jenkins as well. But not going to draft him, just taking a hard, hard look. This is easy. Kitchens is still there. I don't know that I, I necessarily believe that this is going to happen in the actual NFL draft, but this is this is a no-brainer for me. Cameron Kitchens in a walk here. And this is as good of a mock as I think I've I've been able to put together, to be honest. Okay. Um this is kind of an easy one too. This is kind of an easy one too, I think. Because unless I'm mistaken, Frisk, I want to look at Frisk quick. He blew up the senior bowl. Um, I'm excited to see him test. The only thing that's concerning to me is he's 6'5", 300 pounds. It's just the last thing that Green Bay needs. The last thing that Green Bay needs. Um, Definitely taking a quick look here. I wonder if... I wonder if Saner still is still on the board. He's not. Oh, he went two picks before. So I'm probably a little sad about that, but I'm going to get over it, and I'll tell you why. Um, Saner still is probably not athletically what the Packers are looking for. He's just not. And that's fine because I'm going to take – I'm going to look at the board here and say I don't care which one of Trey Benson – but Blake Corum is my RB1 right now. He'll be RB2 if Jonathan Brooks te- you know, checks out. I really, really like – Trey Benson, just fine. Like right there where I have Corum, not a huge difference. They do things differently. They're, they succeed in different ways. But I'm going to take what I want to do, um, although very much looking at McKinley Jackson as well, um, just because if I was going to add one thing to this defense, it would be a nose. You look at McKinley Jackson here at 6'2", 325, that's nose all day. Um, but we're going to roll right now. With Jerry and Jones, stick him at nickel. Now we've got um, an outside corner and a nickel corner and a safety. So the, I, I would say secondary has been addressed. Keep in mind, Green Bay could sign a mid-level corner and a mid-level safety, and I'm not looking at this the same way, right? You know, if Xavier McKinney and Kendall Fuller come walking through that door, like Brian Gutekunst kind of suggested they might, I'm a lot less worried. But Jerry and Jones, third-round pick. And and Corman and Benson are there, and, and I've said Corman's my RB one. I'm not going to move off of that. Um, I'm just I'm just not. So I'm going to take Corman over Benson, which that's like uh, on a knife's edge right now. On a knife's edge. Okay, this is easy too. This is easy too. Um, I want to see what I want to see what what Jaden Hicks can do in this defense. And, and see if Halfley wants him. No offensive line help yet. And that's good. That's good that both Braylon Allen, Braylon Allen and Will Shipley went, because I would have thought about that. Um, and Lao Mayo is my guy. I'm interested to see him test, because he needs to test pretty well to be a Green Bay Packer. 6'4", 311, Pac-12 kid, senior bowl invitee, I think. Um, just reeks of, of what, what they want. 
looking at Bertrand, looking at AJ Barner as a blocking tight end, looking at Drake Drake Nugent as a um, potential replacement. I like Max Melton as well. Uh, I don't like any of the linebackers enough to roll here. So again, Laumea is our guy. Um, that's our Packers uh, Pac-12 offensive line guy. That's that's our guy. Here we go. And I don't really care what they dra- grade my draft. This was really more based on my board. Um, they didn't love the Quinion pick. B plus, that's fine. So this draft will go uh, into uh, Mock Draft Monday. And we will have this video on Mock Draft Monday. Um, very excited about how this one turned out. Mitchell, Coleman, and Kinchins. That, that I could not possibly start a draft out better than that. Could not. Just just super, super, super excited about the way that one turned out. Um, but we'll use probably a different mock simulator next time and um, probably stay away from trades. Just going to use a different sim, see how the board shakes out uh, with a different company, whether it's Draft Network, whether it's Pro Football Network, um, whether it's Fanspeak, we will uh, figure that out. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching today. My name is Ross Uglum. How can you help us out? Number one, please buy a copy of the uh, pre-order of the Green Bay Draft Guide powered by Packer Report. There should be a link right here in the show description as well as we're going to do a 10% discount there with a promo code DAILY, D-A-I-L-Y, as in the Daily Draft. Check us out over at Packer Report. You can find me on X or Twitter at at Ross Uglum. Always like, subscribe, get notifications for the Pack-A-Day podcast. Have a great Monday, everybody, and go Pack Go.